Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Clown Chat Podcast, the big four zero, um, big milestone in, in, in the history of, of this podcast. And thanks for sticking sticking it out, um, you know, until, until this point. And you've had a good, uh, good few months getting into this and um, trying to think, when did we... When did we start this podcast? Probably, we got to be around, you know, seven, eight months at this point. So it's been, uh, it's been a good thing. And, uh, what we're going to discuss today is just what happened in the, uh, from the NFL yesterday, just kind of catching up on everything, just kind of pre- previewing where things are going to go from here. And I'm going to start with, uh, the AFC East division and my Patriots because it's my podcast, so I'm going to start with my team. Um, that's just kind of how it goes. So, just some craziness happened here. Obviously, the Patriots game, I think, itself kind of went as expected. Um, just like I had, uh, I have thought for a while. I, you know, I believed in in this team. I believed that. That the you know their start to the season, their record after six games at two and four was not really indicative of who they were. They had those close losses to Dallas and Tampa, and um, you know New Orleans has ended up looking like they're going to be pretty good. And so, just looking looking through all of that, um, I, I kind of thought that well, you know, it's going to be they're going to have to start winning now, but they're going to have a chance to still make something out of this season and that's really kind of how it's played out and um obviously the chargers win i think the jets win you know kind of uh a lot of people still doubt it after that but the chargers win it's like okay here we go and now they beat you know carolina on the road you know not as good of a team as the chargers i don't think but you know it kind of went as expected i mean at the end of the day, the Patriots' defense dominated and won them the game. You know, Sam Darnold is. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's a starting caliber quarterback. I'll just say that. Um, I don't think he's got it in him. He uh, he just uh, and whenever he plays the Patriots, it's it's always a disaster. So. Um. It, it was just, uh, you know, three interceptions. Um, a couple on drives where they, they were moving the ball actually a little bit. And, you know, he threw one that was obviously the pick six. You know, to J.C. Jackson. And then Jackson had another pick later on um, just in the end zone um, when they were making a drive late in the game. but And then you had the, so the defense was just all over, all over the place and, Offense really um, just kind of did what it had to do. Uh, wouldn't say they were great, but you know they uh, they made they made the plays they had to to win. They scored a couple times in the red zone, um, so you know that's that's fine. And uh, all the all of a sudden things have taken quite an inter- interesting turn because, and this is where me as a Patriots fan, I just have to say it. Thank. 
you, Urban Meyer. Thank you, Urban Meyer, for the amazing assist you just gave to the New England Patriots. Because the Jacksonville Jaguars upset the Buffalo Bills 9-6. to Just unbelievable. Um, just a stunning, absolutely stunning result. Maybe the most stunning result we've had in a game this year. Um, just the, the Bills offense. And, and look, I have been a Bills skeptic for a while. I don't really believe in them as a conference favorite. I never have. I The way I viewed it was coming into the year, I still thought, well, the Chiefs, I have some concerns with the Chiefs, that, and we'll get to them later, but I have some concerns with the Chiefs that have worn out a little bit and really come to fruition. But I don't like another of these alternatives to <laughs> enough to, to ride with one. And that included the Bills. I just did not believe in the Bills, really, as a conference. Sure, they're a contender. But as a favorite, I couldn't go quite go there. And now, all of a sudden, the Chiefs have, have you know, their flaws have been what I thought, you know, worse than I thought, really. And now you look at it, and it's just wide open. There's no real, there's no real favorite. I I don't know if there is a favorite. So, um, that you know, and the Bills are, uh, you know, that that's that's just bad. I mean, they could have they could have just by beating the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars, the now two win two and six, two win Jacksonville Jaguars. It's all they had to do, and they would have been, you know, they would have separated themselves a little bit yesterday. They could have been sitting at two losses along with Tennessee and Baltimore. And it would have looked like a little bit more like, well, you've got some teams there at the top, and then it's just going to be a race for all the wildcard spots. Well, now Buffalo's dropped back into the rest of that pack just because they couldn't beat the Jaguars. And their run game, I mean, they can't run the ball. Unless Josh Allen runs it, and Josh Allen's no Lamar Jackson, so and you're putting the whole game now on Josh Allen's hands. It's just like uh, I don't know. I mean, he can make plays at times, but he's he's no perfect quarterback. Maybe I'm just more down on him than a lot of other people are, but I mean, I think just the inability to. Even score one touchdown against the Jaguars really says a lot. Considering that, you know, people think of Josh Allen as like a top five type quarterback. I think I think a lot of people think of him as is is that, and I'd say he's top ten, but I can't quite go with top five, especially after that. I mean, good grief. So, and now all of a sudden, all of a sudden. The division is in play. There is a half game separating the Patriots and the Bills with two head-to-head meetings still coming. So this is this thing's in play. This division is in play. There's only one division in the AFC right now that just isn't in play at all. And we'll probably touch on that briefly, but 
I don't know if we'll need to do that long on that, but the uh, the AFC East is in play. Now, I'll tell you this. Certainly, I did not expect coming into the season for the Patriots to win the AFC East. I thought they'd be a wildcard team. I felt really good about them being a wildcard team. I did not think they'd win the division um, in year one of Mac Jones. And I still would have to say, I don't think the Patriots are going to win this division. I think the Patriots are definitely going to be a wildcard team. I really like their chances. And I'll get into some of the schedule stuff coming up in a second. But um, I really like the Patriots' chances to be a wildcard team still. And I like the Bills' chances to win the division still. I, I, I look at their... You know they they have so much talent on their team. They do. I, I have to I have to admit it. They, they you know they're a talented team, and I have to assume that they're gonna do enough to to pull out the division. But I mean, it's not been impressive for them so far. It really hasn't. They've beaten um, their one real win is against Kansas City, um, and that and the, and the Chiefs were were not really playing well at all at that point. But but that's a real win. I, I guess we'll have to give that to them. But, I mean, other than that, Washington, Miami, Miami twice. Um, Who was the other one? Oh, right, Houston. Houston, yeah. So, those are, those are the Bills' wins. It's not like the Bills have this, uh, you know, people were, a couple weeks ago, people were really poking holes in the teams the Patriots beat. Well... Let's take a, a nice little look at, at who the Bills have beaten. They, they really have not beaten anyone. Now they've got a loss to Jacksonville on their resume. Um, they lost to Pittsburgh, who is still hanging around the playoff race. I don't think Pittsburgh... I think Pittsburgh is deeply flawed, but they're still hanging around, I guess. But, I mean, they managed to lose to that team. And, I mean, I think the, the Patriots win over the Chargers is better than anything the... Uh, the Bills have done. So, um, look, I still have to give the Bills the edge. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be that much of of a homer or anything. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, the Bills have, you know, you know, the Bills have the edge. I have to say that. But when you're looking at, and the Bills, the other thing is, I, unless they get upset again, they should beat. Most of the teams they have left on their schedule. They play Tampa. I think Tampa will beat them. I think the Patriots will probably split with the Bills. So that's going to put the Bills at five losses. Probably takes them out of the mix. I would think, although who knows. I would think that takes them out of the mix for the bye. Although... I guess given the way this conference is, you just never know. I, I would think that takes them out of the mix for that. But, you know, they're they're at a point, you know, they can't really afford many more of what happened on uh, on Sunday. Because if, 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 they, if they get upset one, an, another game, all of a sudden we're in business in terms of, in terms of this division being in, in real, real jeopardy for the Bills. And, and as a Patriots fan, I'm sitting here like, hey, I don't expect to win this division. But you know what? Let's see what happens. It's a game. It's a half game separated. Like, let's just play it out and see. Who knows? Who knows? We might be able 
to steal this division. Somehow, it might happen. Now, obviously, the Patriots' schedule coming up, it's they don't have anyone on the level of Tampa that, that they play. But I think they have more games maybe against, like, like the Bills still have both the Jets games left. And uh, I think they have Carolina, who the, the Patriots just have their way with. But the Bills also have the Saints. I mean, so we'll see what the Saints defense can can do to them. I mean, that'll be, you know, interesting. It'll be a game, you know, worth investing into. It'll be, I think that's Thanksgiving night, actually. So that'll be a pretty good game. Um. But the so the Patriots they don't have anyone on the level of the Bucks, but they you know they have some good teams left, and I think here's how it's going to break down for the Patriots. They the first half or, or or so the second half of their remaining schedule. If you break it down in halves, because they have four games until their bye, then they have their bye week, and then they have four games after their bye. Each each set of four games is two home, two road. The second group of four that finishes the season at Colts, home Bills, home Jaguars, at Dolphins. That's a pretty easy slate. So I look at that and I think, well, that's minimum that's three and one. They're beating the Colts, they're beating the Jaguars, and I'm sorry. The Dolphins think could be a little bit of a trap because the Dolphins know the Patriots pretty well and it's road. It's a road division game, and uh, they'll they would probably treat that game as their Super Bowl. And obviously, there's the game that happened earlier this year. But I think the Patriots would be pretty motivated to, you know, they're the better team. They'd be pretty motivated to prove that 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 result was uh was was a fluke. So, um, I think they'd they they'd be fine there. Jacksonville was you know that's uh Bill Belichick's not gonna lose to, you know, a rookie quarterback. I, I just don't think so. Not not that late in the season, not when he's got an, a, this kind of handle on his personnel that he's starting to develop, and um, he's going to confuse Trevor, and that's going to be that, and the Colts should be a win as well. Um, so, so save the Bills, take the Bills out as a hard game. But these next four are going to be huge. You have home Browns at Falcons, home Titans at Bills. Falcons chalk up another win. That's another easy win, I think, and and then that gets them to that gets them to nine wins. So that leaves the two Bills games, and then uh, home games against the Browns and Titans. So to get to eleven wins, which I think the Patriots can can do, and then that this would. Definitely get them into the playoffs. Possibly put them in the mix for the division. If they could go three and one somehow in that stretch, which I don't expect, then they'd be twelve and five, and then they definitely, they'd probably be in the mix in serious mix for the division at that point. I'm gonna guess they go two and two over that stretch, and. They go eleven and six, and that will put them in playoffs for sure. I don't know if that'll get them the division. Ten and seven, if they just go one and three during that stretch, that probably gets them into the playoffs still because they have a lot of 
favorable tiebreakers with um given that three of their lo- three of their four losses so far are to NFC teams. They they'll probably have a good conference record that'll help them with tiebreakers. But so they probably 10 wins probably gets them there. I will say this though, the one thing they can't do is they can't go winless during that stretch. Because nine and eight, I'm not sure in this AFC. I'm not sure nine and eight's getting you in. So um, they're gonna have they're gonna have to win. Um, and, and I like their chances to, to 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 go two and two. Like I said, I think they're definitely gonna go two and two. Um, but that is something that you know they're gonna have to. You know, the Browns is gonna be a big game this week, and 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 that's the thing that that you know that's kind of the negative part of, of Sunday is you know I loved that the uh the, the the Patriots won like we expected and the uh and that Bills loss was just beautiful. But the negative part is uh after last week I kinda written off uh the Browns game and the and the Titans game is went Browns look really bad against Pittsburgh. Titans lose Derrick Henry. I figure, okay, well, we can go in and uh, and win both of those games. I feel really good about that. Well, fast forward to yesterday. Browns stomp the Bengals. Titans beat the Rams without uh without without Henry, and all of a sudden, those games look a little bit harder again. So, um. We'll see what happens this Browns game. You know, both teams are 5-4. and four. Uh, You know, the Patriots have had an uneven start and have kind of heated up since. The Browns have kind of gotten off to a good start and then they kind of fell back a little bit and, until last week where they, they had a really good game. And, um, you know, if the, if, if the stuff about them being better without Odell Beckham ends up being true, then... Uh, you know we'll uh, we'll see. That's going to be a really good uh, a really good test. It's at home for the Patriots, that and 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 it's a game you know or this early in the season. Uh, you know we're we're going to be going into week ten. I mean it's a game that is going to have significant playoff ramifications. It's a hugely important game this this early. Um, so we'll see what happens. It feels like the Patriots have been in some really big mid-season games here in this stretch and uh you know we'll we'll see how it plays out. I mean the Chargers game just felt massive because it was like well at some point you do have to prove that you can go win a game you know against the team that's not the Texans or the Jets and uh which I believe they could and they did and then the Panthers game is like well you got to keep Stacking the wins, you can't go back below 500. And now it's like they, you know, they're on a real win streak, and you know they have a chance to, if they can beat the Browns, and then they've got the Falcons. You know, that's a Thursday road game, so those can get a little tricky. But I think they should be able to win that game. I think they're better than the Falcons, so that would get them to seven and four. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're on a five-game win streak. And then it's going to, you know, then you have some some wiggle room to play around with if you need it. So that would really put them in in pretty good position if they're able to 
come out this week and and just and and just get another win and keep keep piling them up and and then we'll see what happens. Um, I like their chances. I think they're playing really good football right now, and it's more the way we thought they'd be winning games in the beginning of the season um, or preseason when we were projecting out. Like we thought that well, they're not going to put too much on Mac. Um, they're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to be a really good defensive team. And then that's how they're going to win games. And then that's kind of how it's been the last couple of weeks. Like, um, I wouldn't say the last two weeks were two of Mac's better games. I mean, he, Mac was certainly fine. Like, I don't know that he was just, I mean, he certainly wasn't bad necessarily. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, all the other areas of the team really picked him up a lot of the time, um, which is uh, which is encouraging because, um, you know, with a rookie quarterback and, and as good as Mac's been, you know, he is, you know, hitting really high marks um, performance-wise for rookie quarterbacks of all time. I mean, he is putting himself in, in categories that, you know, it's, it's like it's like him... Dak Prescott and Andrew Luck. I mean, it's he's doing some really good stuff on the field, but at the end of the day, he is a rookie, and so so I don't think he's well. I'll rephrase that. I don't think he's so. You have to look at it like that, and it's like you know, most of the time when you have a rookie quarterback, you you don't win. <laughs> you know, you just don't win. Now, Luck and Prescott able to lead their teams, you know, to the postseason. Um, obviously some other quarterbacks have, have led their teams to the postseason as rookies, but they, it really was about run game and defense on a lot of those teams. Um, so for the Patriots, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little bit of both. I think it's going to be, there are going to be games because they are such a game plan team. There are going to be games where they do end up and it does end up playing out like the last two weeks, and I think there are probably going to be some games as the season goes on where they have to air it out a little bit more, and they have to get more production out of the passing game. And I think Mac is up to that. He's shown he's up to that so far. Yeah, it's it's not like having you know low yardage production is is the is the biggest shame in the world when you're playing that Carolina defense. I mean, they are a really good defensive team and the Patriots were going to win that game, you know, because the Panthers offense self-destructed. I was just waiting. It was just inevitable that the Panthers were just going to give the Patriots turnovers. I, I knew Sam Darnold was not going to play turnover free, free football. And it happened and uh, they ended up, uh, you know, doing well with that. So, I guess on the note then of, um, but yeah, so I, I would say, um, like, just summary real quick on this division, like the Bills to win the division still, but my warning sign is up, and I think it's in play, and I think the Bills are, anyone who thought the Bills was like the AFC favorite or anything like that was overrating them, but that's, that's my view, and, uh, Patriots will definitely make it as a wild card in contention for the division. We'll see. Uh, I'll say this: not a team I would want to play in the playoffs. Um, if I if I could choose um, to you know to have to go against Bill Belichick and 
you know, whatever game plan he cooks up, that's not maybe what I would want, um, even with, uh, you know, the rookie quarterback. I mean, given how he's looked, you know, I think, you know, as much as any rookie will, would be, he'd be up for the challenge. So not a matchup I would want. Again, don't think the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl, but stranger things have happened given that Bill Belichick is a Patriots coach. So, and given how wide open this conference is. So I guess on on the Patriots passing game, a lot of rumors that they are going to be in the mix for Odell Beckham Jr. And I would just say that I am for, if the cost, now I would not claim him on waivers. I would not go in and restructure a bunch of contracts and do all this stuff to claim him on waivers. He, he's con, Odell's contract anyway is like restructured so that you know, he should clear waivers. Like, it's not a contract that teams are going to want to pick up. So, I would say if if they can get him for the minimum, I, w- I would do it because, and they cut, I'm wondering what's going on, because they cut James Ferentz today, who, you know, reserve offensive linemen. He'll probably go back to the practice squad, but he'd started a couple of games um, as an injury replacement at guard, and and wasn't really that bad. So my antenna is up. I'm, I'm. It's it sure seems like they're clearing roster space for someone. They cleared a couple of uh, practice squad spots. They cut an offensive lineman out their practice squad. I'm assuming that's where Ference is going. And then I'm assuming they'll probably bring a running back onto the practice squad because they did. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure Damien Harris and. Um, Ramondre Stevenson are both in concussion protocol. That will certainly be something to watch this week. If they can't, if both of those guys can't go against the Browns, that's going to be a a really difficult situation. Um, now, so I would assume that's happening, but it certainly looks like they might. What they might have done is is freed up a roster spot for, for a possible Odell signing tomorrow. Um, I don't know this for sure. We'll have to see. But there have been... I'm just connecting dots because there have been reports that Odell... Um, and I, I, I heard it on the radio um, today. Today and last week. That... Um, Beckham wants to come to the Patriots. Patriots want Beckham. There's some mutual interest, and and we'll see if something gets worked out now. And I'm sure. And one thing that would make me okay with it is I'm sure Belichick would sit Beckham down and just say, like, okay, this, 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 and this are not going to be tolerated here. You go, you come in, you do your job, you you get open, we'll throw you the ball if if you're open and it's part of the game plan, and that's going to be how it goes. And if you're not okay with that, then don't sign with us. And that's going to be how it goes. You know, if Bel- if if, um, if Belichick sees Beckham being a you know a malcontent or whatever, then I think it'll be a pretty quick ending to, to you know to any sort of move there. So because of that, and because of the presence of Belichick, I'm okay with them taking a chance because it seems like Beckham does still get open. It just was a really bad fit in Cleveland. And I'd be interested to see, I think it's worth 
at a cheap price, it's worth looking at and seeing, like, okay, what here is left? Does, does this player have anything left? I think it's worth finding this out. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it's it's worth a shot, and then we'll see. And um, Obviously, it would probably bump. You'd really probably see, and they've kind of gone this way more anyway. In, in a lot of the, they'd, I think they'd intended on being a two tight end offense a lot this season. I think they haven't used it as much as they plan on because, frankly, um, I'll be honest, out of all of their additions, I think Johnu Smith might be the one that's disappointed me the most. I thought that he was going to be utilized way more than he has. Um, so I don't know what's what's going to be going on there. They, maybe they just got to get him, you know, integrated into the offense more. I don't know, but um, Hunter Henry's really been the guy at tight end, and he's been he's been really productive. He's caught five touchdowns already. He's he's been a good player for us. But um, so I could see certainly if Beckham comes on, you're probably looking at more uh, more three wide receiver sets. Um, which they've been using more of than I think they expected to anyway, especially since Nikhil Harry's came back. You know, they've got, even though Harry kind of sucks, they've at least got four players in a rotation there. And, um, you know, Kendrick Bourne's been good. Uh, Jacoby Myers has been a productive slot option. And um, Aguilar's been a good deep threat. I mean, they all fill, those guys all, there's no real number one, but they all do fill their role. So that's where adding Beckham gets interesting. It's like, okay, then that gives this team a skill guy that, like, if he can get back to, like, most of his Giants form, not all, but most, then you've got a guy, you know, that the opposition's really got a game plan for. And that's going to free up opportunities for a guy like Aguilar to get deep and Myers to get more open over the middle. And, you know, then, you know, Kendrick Moore and all of a sudden really, really good is if, if he's your fourth wide receiver. So um, it could be a really interesting match if it works and I'm I'm all for it. I mean look if Odell Beckham can get to you know it, 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 his upside is that he is a good football player and I'm not going to be in the business of turning good football players away from my team uh, at a cheap price. So um, I would take the shot. We'll see what they do. Um, and heck I mean if, they, if they're missing running backs this week then um you know, it could help them throw, you know, you know, be, you know, you give them more options if they got to throw more. And the other thing, Patriots play the Browns. Oda Beckham coming from the Browns. So, could give the, uh, the Patriots some inside knowledge. Always be open to that. So, um, yeah, I guess that's all in the AFC East. I really like where things are trending for the Patriots. So, just to kind of quickly run through some other things. AFC South, um, Titans, like like I mentioned, they, they go in, and, and here, here I was, right? I was kind of looking at things like, okay, so the Titans are, they, they lose Derrick Henry, and that win against the Colts is probably huge, and just doing the math, like, okay, that's going to be what seals it, because now they've got such a lead, and the Titans have these games against... Uh, the Jags, Texans, and Dolphins, four combined against those teams. I think it's two against the Texans and then 
one Jags, one Dolphins. And the Colts, you know, they have, uh, you know, they're three and a half back, you know, if you look at the tiebreaker too. And, you know, they've got the Bucks and the Bills and uh, the Patriots and um, Bucks, Bills, Patriots. Oh, Cardinals is the other one. So you look at the uh, the Colts and it's like, well, that's probably four losses. That's probably a losing record for the Colts. So this division is not really in, in play. It seemed like it might be for a second there, but it's not really in play. Um, even if the Titans scuffle a little bit without Derrick Henry, they'll still they'll still find a way to win this division. And you know they may do more than that now. It, it looks like because they go into LA, they beat the Rams. I will say this, and I don't want to be a hater because the Titans have been really impressive this season. I do think parts of what they did were a little bit fluky. Now, look, I, the, the Titans played really well, especially on defense. They played a really good game. You have to tip your hat. I do think the Rams had a really off game on, on offense. And I do think that the Titans, it, it was noticeably worse for them offensively without Henry. Um, you know, the running game was just not the same as you would expect. Um I mean, Adrian Peterson was giving them a little bit, but like, it's just not going to be the same. I mean, they're built. That's a team that's built more around its running back than any other team in the NFL. So to lose their running back is going to be a bigger deal than any other team losing their running back. Um, and, and just offensive yardage, you know, production wise, I, I get that the, the the defense, you know, they run that pick six back, they create, you know, some good opportunities with with, with takeaways and. And whatnot, you know they didn't. Ha- the Titans didn't have to really move the ball in this game, but they also didn't really move the ball a whole lot. So I just look at it. and I'm like, well, if the t- you know, so you look at some of the personnel the Titans are are, are using out on their defense. It's just like, are they really going to be that good every week? I I don't know. I mean. Outside of Jeffrey Simmons, outside of Jeffrey Simmons and Bayard, it's like maybe I'm just underrating some of their players. I don't really know, um, but there's nothing that really you know scares me. At least you know I'm not saying they're bad, but it's like it's just hard to envision just an over the top like really good defense. So I'm just not sure. Now look, it's not going to matter ultimately, right? Because well, it could matter for seeding, but the Titans, again, they're at seven and two right now. They're the number one. They're, they're the number one seed for now. They're going to get to as long as they beat bad teams. They're going to get to eleven wins, and that's without saying, well, okay, they could still beat. You know, I haven't. I don't remember who the rest of their schedule was, right? But it's like if they beat, you know, an, uh, if they win a game besides those those games, or they win two games besides the game, then all of a sudden you're talking about a 12 or 13 win team, and then all of a sudden you're looking at, um, you know, a number one or number two seed potentially. So it's not going to be that hard, even without Derrick Henry, and even if they regress some, it's not. I, I just would anticipate that they're going to regress some from what we saw last night and not look that good. 
But what I'm saying here is I don't know if it matters if they don't look that good. Now, it'll matter in terms of, of them winning in the playoffs. But they can easily just get to the playoffs. We'll see what seeding they are. They'll have 11 wins minimum. And then we can look at, um, okay, if Derrick Henry's back, then that's not a team you're going to want to play. And then they're, they have to be, based on their resume this season and what they've done, they have to be on the short list of, of teams that can win the AFC. Um, and, and this is the one division that you look at right now. It's really a one-team division. I don't see the Colts. Obviously, the other two teams are irrelevant. Although, again, thank you, Jaguars. We, we really appreciate it up in New England. Um, the Colts, I don't really see. I mean, they're 4-5 and five right now. Again, still got the Bills, still got the Cardinals, still got the Bucks, still got the Patriots. I, I don't anticipate the Colts having a winning record even and, and being in the mix for the playoffs, seriously, but, you know, down the stretch. So, so we'll, uh, we'll see what happens there, but that, that should be a wrap. Then you've got the, uh, what do we want to do first? Cause both of these divisions are a clusterfuck. Um, we'll go, We'll go west. And I just got to ask. Like, come on, guys. Why are we letting the Chiefs hang around? And it's really Aaron Rodgers' fault. Because the idiot won't get vaccinated. And he, he ended up missing the game. But, like, come on, guys. What are you doing? Like... I get that the Giants aren't very good and that the, they almost beat the Chiefs, as is. You know, I get that Rodgers was out. If Rodgers plays, Packers win that game going away. That's just that's just the reality. Um, the Chiefs do not look very good still. But because Jordan Love was a quarterback and played pretty poorly, they were able to find a way to win. Um but it's just so dangerous. Like, and again, I don't think the Chiefs are that good. I've not been impressed this season. A lot of the flaws I saw coming into the year have been maybe even worse than I thought. Their defense is horrible. I know they did looked good against Daniel Jones and Jordan Love. I don't care. I'm not piecing it off those two games. Their defense is not good. Their offense turns the ball over too much. They, they don't really have a good enough running game. Their offensive line is not the, you know, saving thing that everybody thought. I mean, it's better than what they put out in the Super Bowl, but, um, and then Mahomes is, is, has been pressing. They're having to combat all of these, uh, you know, defenses that people are playing on them that are really kind of taking them out of their rhythm and keeping them from getting the big plays that they're so accustomed to, and it's just, uh, it's just a mess. The Chiefs are just not, it's just a real down year for them now. Which, I mean, is, is is okay. I mean, teams have down years. Um, I think this one was largely preventable if the Chiefs had made the proper roster decisions. But um, at the same time, they do happen. But it's like, you can't let them hang around. Because you know that at any moment, 
things could click for them. That's not a team. If if they are able after all of this, and they are right in that scrum now, they are right in that five and four scrum. If you let them sneak into the playoffs, that's not good for the rest of the conference. And and again, I would not pick them. They would probably, I think they'd have a good chance to lose. But that's not a team that anyone is going to want to face. I mean, you're not going to want to face them. You're not going to want to face Mahomes. You're just not going to want to do it. So, they've been given it this chance to, you know, even though they've really struggled and really had a tough year so far, they've been given this chance because of the, where the rest of the conference is and, you know, some some strokes of luck with, with, the, with the Rodgers thing. They've been given this chance to, to really hang around in, in this thing. And now it's like, they could click at any second. They could really take over. It's not going to, you know, as much as I'm saying I don't really believe in, in the Chiefs this year. Um, Again, defense is bad. I don't care what they've done the last two weeks. Their defense is bad. Offensive line is, is I wouldn't say it's terrible, but it's overrated and parts of it aren't, aren't very good. No consistent third weapon in the passing game. No consistent running game. Just not a lot for Mahomes to work with. McCole Hardman is not taking a step forward. I don't think he's anything close to a dependable option out there. He had a couple of really bad drops against the Packers. Like, um, the Chiefs have flaws, but if you let them hang around, they could find enough solutions. I, I mean, talk about Beckham teams, right? The Chiefs are a very, I don't know if they'll be in the mix for them, but. They're a very scary potential Beckham team. Because all of a sudden, if you put Odell Beckham across from Tyreek Hill with Mahomes, he could be a piece that unlocks that whole thing. And that's why it's going to be so fascinating to see where Beckham goes. I think Beckham is going to go to the Patriots. But I don't know. There's certainly other teams you could go to, and the Chiefs would be a scary one. Um Chiefs have a hard schedule coming up. Um, you know, Raiders coming up next week. They have Dallas coming up. Still have the Chargers again. Still have another Raiders game again. Um, it's certainly not going to be easy for the Chiefs. They have a hard, hard schedule. But it's not, is it going to surprise anyone if the Chiefs just figure it out and end up winning the division? I, I don't think it would, would be that much of a surprise. I mean, given given what this team's been the last couple of years. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't. But the fact that they have been allowed to hang around should make everybody nervous. Just like the fact that the Bills have let the Patriots hang around should make, I mean, given the history there, good Lord, if I were a Bills fan today, I would be freaking out. I would be looking at the standings and be like, oh no, look what we've done. We have let we have let the Patriots hang around and and this team that's made us miserable for twenty years is potentially going to be able to do it again. I mean, just for the for the Chiefs, it's like you know the early stages of that going on out in that division. Um, so it's going to be uh it's going to be an interesting one. Um, 
but yeah, it, it, this is a weird, it's a weird situation because I, I'm just going to break it down this way. There's two five and three teams here: Chargers, Raiders. There's two five and four teams: Chiefs and Broncos. Now, in each each record category, there's one team that I I do think will be in the mix at the end of the season. There's one team that I don't think will be in the mix. So, I'll start. Denver not going to be in the mix at five and four. Um, really surprising upset against Dallas. I mean, it, just showing I guess that they're not they're not just going to go away. But I mean, long term, um, I just don't think they're good enough, um, and they don't think they're good enough either. That's why they traded Von Miller. So I don't think Denver will be. I would be very surprised if Denver did not finish in last place when this is all said and done. Um, Raiders, look, I've been saying it for a while, um, and I'll take a little bit of a victory lap. I, you know, we still have some time to play out. Obviously, the Raiders, the five and three team I'm referring to here that I just don't really believe in here as, as things go. Um, I predicted the upset to the Giants. I predicted the Giants would beat them. Um, not because I think the Giants are good, just because I, I just think the Raider collapse is coming. They've been through too much. The John Gruden thing, the Henry Ruggs thing. Now Damon Arnett released today, their other first-round pick from last year. Um, just a real mess there. There's only so much they can take, um, especially when they have a history of really falling back and, and, and collapsing in the second half of seasons anyway. There's only so much that team can take on... Uh, I, I really am, especially it, the AFC is just too good. I, I'm I'm just convinced, more convinced than ever, Raiders are not making the playoffs. They're just not going to do it. It's not happening. Um, so that leaves then, obviously I already talked a lot about the Chiefs. And then that leaves the uh, the Chargers. I really like the Chargers. And the Chargers are my pick to win this division right now. And a sleeper to win the to win the AFC. Justin Herbert's great. Um, you know, good good receivers. Offensive line is uh, you know good in, in spots. Slater the record left tackle really. Their defense has not been as good, but the one thing I do think that they can do is is hold up a little bit against the pass. Um, I do think Brandon Staley is a good coach on that end. I think they can, you know, figure that piece out a little bit, and you know, just enough. I think they're going to be how, how their playoff run goes is going to be very matchup dependent. I think if they if they have to play a run based offense because their run defense is hard, so if they have to play Baltimore, they have to play Cleveland, they have to play the Patriots, you know, and any other run based team you want to come up with. I think the Chargers are likely to um, to struggle and and potentially lose if they get matchups like if they get the Chiefs, if they get the Bengals, if they get the Bills. You know, a team like that is going to be more more of a passing based opponent. I think the Chargers can win. I think the, I think the Chargers have a chance to win that because you know, again, Justin Herbert is an awesome awesome young quarterback. Seeing him and Mahomes in the same division for the next however many years is going to be really fun to watch. Herbert, Herbert's awesome. Um, I really like him. I really like his game. I really like where the Chargers are going. Um, 
So I like them to win this division. I think the Chiefs, I already talked about them a lot. I think they'll be in the mix for the Walker. I don't know. Um, I have to think. I think, I think it's, it's just hard to pick against them for a wild card. It really is. Because, because of Mahomes, because of the infrastructure there, it's just hard to pick against the Chiefs. Um, so I'm going to say them. I'm going to say the... I'm going to say the Chiefs do squeak out a playoff spot. And then I guess that leaves the AFC North. So... And obviously... Um, I guess I didn't even talk about the Chargers game this week. So the Chargers did beat the Eagles. Um, it wasn't the, the prettiest game in the world, but they got a win, which is important for them, obviously, coming off a couple losses. So, um, again, teams that are just a bad, match, bad matchup for them. So then the AFC North, another just wild division where every team is just in the mix. Um, so, again, just starting from back look I and this is a weird division because it seems like every week things turn a different direction it's like oh the Steelers beat the Bills well am I actually going to have to acknowledge the Steelers are good um I mean I said Steelers beat the Bills uh, I mean Steelers beat Steelers did beat the Bills but I mean Steelers beat the Browns it's like oh that's going to have to change my opinion on, on on all this and and then, you know, then the Bengals are sitting up here. And then, oh, the Browns, after losing to the Steelers, are going to go beat the Bengals. And then we're going to have to, you know, reevaluate that. All of a sudden, the Bengals off to this hot start and enter now. So, it's just, this is just a really hard division. I have a hard, much harder time making sense of this division than the AFC West. The AFC West, um, obviously the South, the AFC South is pretty much decided. AFC East is pretty much decided. It's just a matter of are both teams going to make the playoffs? And I guess, or, or it's not decided. AFC East is not decided. It's just there's two teams at the top, two teams at, at the bottom that aren't in contention. You know that those two teams are going to be in the mix and that um, I think they'll both get playoff spots, uh, but we'll see what happens on that. Um, AFC South is pretty firm up. AFC West is is in the same state record-wise as the AFC North, but I feel like the Raiders and the Broncos are just really easy cross-offs. Um, and, th and then you're down to the Chargers and Chiefs. AFC North, I don't even know what to make of this. Um, it is just weird. Well, so I guess I'll start with the Ravens, because I like the Ravens a lot. Um if you ask me right now, who is going to win the AFC? And I said this on the pod last week we did with uh, with Raleigh. You ask me right now, who's going to win the AFC? I'm going to tell you the Baltimore Ravens. And it's because of the growth Lamar Jackson's made throwing the football. It's because of the fact that they've got a real, um, you know, John Harbaugh's uh, been a coach for a long time. He knows how to win. Um... I know their defense has slipped a little bit this year because of injuries, but and the loss of Matt Judon. But like, there's it's still the Ravens. They're still going to be able to be a good defensive team when they have to. Um, 
the receivers are better for Lamar. Like, they can still run the ball because of Lamar. I mean, Lamar is a running game unto himself, even with all the running backs that went down. Um, you still have to worry about Lamar, and it opens up holes for other, for, for these veterans that they brought in. I don't know why they don't use... I don't know what's going on with the running back rotations. Like, they're, they're really just using these veterans when... I would probably give Tyson Williams more of a look. I mean, he looked pretty good earlier in the season when he got the opportunity. Um, so that that's a little confusing, especially the Le'Veon Bell touches. I don't know why those are still happening. Um, Devontae Freeman has been, and Latavius Murray have been fine. But um, it's just Lamar has just been, and, and just the ability to come back in games was just not there for this team the last couple of years, and it's there now. They've made these comebacks. Um and so I just really like the Ravens' chances. Um, you know, I feel better about Lamar than, and this speaks to the growth he's made. I think this year is in clutch situations and as a passer. I feel better going. I feel better about Lamar going to win a football game than any other any other quarterback besides maybe Herbert and Mahomes. In a cut spot, I mean, it's hard to bet against Mahomes because of the track record. And Herbert is, you know, someone who could become that guy, but but we haven't seen him in a, Herbert in a playoff game yet. Lamar has had his scars from from previous playoffs. Um, Lamar has dealt with the the losses, and um, and learned from them, and uh, just you know. I think uh, I I think this year could be different for him given given the way this is playing out. Um, so uh, Ravens obviously six and two right now. They they come they have that crazy win against the, the Vikings in overtime. That's the thing. They, they it's not pretty a lot of time, but they find a way to win. And sometimes that's that that's more important than anything else. Um, so uh, you know they they're certainly up there with the Titans right now in that two loss. Group, I like the Ravens' uh, chances a lot going forward. I think they'll win this division. Um, as far as the wild cards, oof, where do we even start? I don't even know where we start. So, um, I guess we'll start with Cincy. Um, obviously, Cincy, hot start, 5-2, and two, go into Baltimore, win. They look like, okay, here we go, here, we're, here we are, here's Cincinnati. Cincinnati's going to make a real run at this division. But now all of a sudden they lose to the Jets. Just an awful, awful loss. And then they go, you know, if it had been... Um, hang on, I'm going to I'm gonna start the new recording here. And then if the... Uh, it, you know, if Cincinnati had looked at that game against the Jets, and, and that was just a trap game for them, or... Or whatever, I would say okay, you know, I get that. It, 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 if that was just a trap game and they're looking ahead to the Browns and then they go in against the Browns and uh, and take care of business, well then they got blown out against the Browns, and now they're you know they're all of a sudden they're down at five and four with all these other teams and it's all all of a sudden you have to ask again given how many good teams there are here, you have to and, and given how good this division is you have to ask. Is Cincy really for real? You have to ask that again now. 
And I don't know. I don't know. I like Joe Burrow a lot. Jamar Chase is amazing. Are they, you know, their offensive line has had a rough little bit here. Burrow still looks a little young at times. I mean, that pick six by uh, by Denzel Ward last week was pretty bad. And then the Bengals' defense looked awful. I mean, giving up all those yards to, to, to Mike White? And then, and then you let the Browns score 40 after they... Uh, they have trouble even getting into t- to double digits. I mean, sheesh, it's not it's not good. So I uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in Cincinnati right now. This definitely seems like a team that maybe they take strides this year. Um, they certainly have taken strides, actually. They really have. But this Cincinnati feels like a team that it's teetering a little bit. They they might. They might fall out of the picture here, at least at least by the end. They they may not be one of the seven that makes it. Um, and I'd pretty much been considering them a lock until now. But now I just don't know. Um, I think they're going to be in the mix. I think they have a, a chance, depending on how some things fall. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just hard for me, given how things have played out, and given how, given just my view of some of the rosters, you know, that they're of the teams that they're battling with. It's just hard to have a lot of confidence in Cincinnati. I think they're going to be in it. I think they're going to be in it. I think they're going to have a real chance. They might be. They're going to be number six, number seven, number eight. One of those. One of those seeds. Um, you know, if they miss the playoffs, it'll be by, you know, they'll be the eighth or ninth team. I don't think it'll be that they're going to fall off. Like, I think the Raiders, for example, the Raiders could really fall off. I don't think the Bengals are going to really fall off, but I could see them getting in this scrum of teams and then being on the losing end. That would not surprise me, given how this is playing out. Um, So then you have Pittsburgh. Um, This is just a really confounding team for me. This team confounds me. I just don't know how to handicap them um they just uh they just keep finding ways to win games i don't think they're very good to be blunt i think ben roethlisberger is not a starting caliber quarterback anymore um mike talman's a really good coach they're really good on defense and they just they get like just enough out of ben checkdowns and this horrible offensive line and Najee Harris and they have good receivers and this good rookie tight end and they get just enough from those guys where they just find a way to win these ugly games and um I mean that 15 to 10 game over the Browns is just a perfect example and um it's just I don't know at some point you just have to acknowledge that they're going to be around in this mix and I think I'm there. They're going to be in the mix. Again, I still can't. Like, if, if you're going to present me, you know, nine teams, which is basically, um, or, let me count. Yeah, basically, um, two in the east, one in the south, two in the west, because I basically just canceled the, the I basically just eliminated the Raiders and the Broncos. I'm fine cutting them out. 
then you have this entire division. So 2 plus 1 plus 2 plus 4. You're talking about 9 teams. So if you're saying I have to eliminate 2, then, I mean, it's hard not to eliminate the Steelers because I just don't trust their quarterback. Like, I just don't trust Ben Roethlisberger. So, given given that, I mean, they still have the Ravens twice. They still have, I believe they still have the Browns again. They still have the Bengals again, I think. So, they have some AFC North games left. And that's probably going to be where this all plays out is in those division games. But, um, I mean, it's just, it's just going to be tough. Um. So it's just given given all that, it's just hard for me to believe in the Steelers. And then we get to the Browns. I have wanted to believe in the Browns all season. I really like their defense. I think it's just, you know, and I really, really like, just like their whole team. I think it's just a really nice, well-built roster. Baker is not a top 10 quarterback, but he's in that next group. Um... They can run the ball really well. Good offensive line. Um, defensively, Miles Garrett's a, a game wrecker. They've invested in their secondary. Good group there. I mean, so I like what the Browns have built roster-wise. And obviously things had not been going well this season. They really you know, had some injuries and um, just a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on there. So... Uh, and obviously the Beckham thing. The Beckham thing was just not not working. Um, they seem to play better when when Donovan Peoples Jones is in there, and you know we're gonna see. We're gonna see if if that really was something that that hurt their offense, because the Browns should make you know rebound here and make the playoffs if they really are better without Odell. This should still be a playoff team. And I think they're going to lose to New England. But after that, they should be able to rack up someone. Because this is a team, if Baker Mayfield is anywhere close to healthy, and he certainly looked healthy on, on Sunday. If the if the if if Baker's close to healthy, and they're really better without a doubt, if, if they go back to being last year's Browns, this team should make the playoffs. So, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to see. I certainly don't think of any kind of lock. I think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to come down ultimately to Steelers, Browns, Steelers, Browns, Bengals, Chiefs, four teams for two spots. And given that, it's hard not to say, like, okay, the Chiefs are going to get one of them because I think the AFC North teams, to some extent, will beat up on each other a little bit. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be fascinating. But I, I just I like the Browns roster the best. I was out on them last week. Now I'm back in on them. I'll probably have a different answer for you next week. But um, it's just hard to say. Um, be an interesting interesting week coming up next week again. So, I guess if you ask me right now, I'm going to say, oh, God.
I'm not even going to bother with seeding. I'm just going to say, in no particular order, Bills, Titans, Chargers, Ravens win their divisions. Patriots, Chiefs, Browns are the wild cards. Bengals and Steelers are the first teams out. And I'm going to say the Ravens win the AFC. That's that's what I have to say after after midseason. Um, or at the midseason mark. That's what I have to say. Um, quick little NFC, uh, NFC thing. I, I've been saying for a while, Tampa is the team to beat this year. You know, everybody, I haven't listened to, um, I, I usually like to listen to, to Bill Simmons' um, recap podcast every Monday from, and, and his guest lines and stuff like that from, um, you know, where, where they kind of talk, where he and Cousin Sal kind of talk about what happened in, in, in this week of games. And, you know, then they'll go into guessing the, the gambling lines for next week. Um, I, I listening to, I haven't listened to this, this week yet, but the title on it is, you know, it says like, um, Oh, does anyone want to win the Super Bowl? Well, I think there's a team that wants to win the Super Bowl, and it plays in Tampa Bay. I've been saying it for a while. The Bucks are the team to beat this season. I mean, how could they not be? Um, they still have their team from last year that did win. They're just they're a little bit banged up right now, and they should, they should get healthy. Carlton Davis is close. Sean Murphy Bunning is close. Those guys should come back. And then it's like, okay, well, even if the defense has slipped a little bit, even if the defense has slipped some, that shouldn't be a deterrent because their offense is better. Their offense is better than it has been. Or, or than it was last year. I mean, just the added connection that Brady has with those receivers is just going to lead to a more productive offense. Gronk is going to come back. Antonio Brown is, is fully, I mean, they've, they're just so loaded. It's just, so I don't know how you can look at things and say, okay, until someone knocks off Tampa, they're going to be fit. I mean, everybody is picking Rams. It's like everybody picked the Rams Bill Super Bowl. It's like they, they want to have different teams and they look at maybe who the next teams are in each conference and they say, oh, we'll go Rams-Bills. Well, we were already seeing with the Bills why that might be a little flawed. And then the Rams, look. Um, I think the Rams are the top challenger. But they did not look good. They did not look good on Sunday. So we'll see how they rebound. I like the Rams a lot. I think it's going to be Rams Bucks, depending on how the seeding works out. I think it'll be Rams Bucks in the NFC Championship game. If if the seeding doesn't quite work out that way, Arizona wins the division or whatever, and they play in the divisional round, then fine. But I think those are the two best teams in the conference. I think that will that game will decide the Super Bowl. But the Bucks again, the Bucks have to be the favorites. But yeah, I just think 
the end of the day. You know, I don't know how Tampa is not the favorite. Um, and they got the help they needed in the Sanics last week. You know, the Rams. The Rams go in and, and lose. The Saints lose. The Packers lose. So all of a sudden, the Cardinals are now the only one-loss team left. And... The Cardinals still have to play the Rams. They still have a couple of tough games. And the uh, for the Bucks, besides the Saint, second Saints game, they don't really have any hard teams on their Well, they had the Bills, but I think they'll beat the Bills. So, I think worst case the Bucks are going 13-4. If they go 13-4, given how this is shaping up, 13-4 probably does not get you the one seed. But they could easily run the table and go 15-2. And that would get them the one seed, I think, now. So, and, and again, it's like when you get to the playoffs and you have Tom Brady and you have this team that's already done it, I just don't know how you can pick against them. It, it's very hard for me to do. The You know, I get that the Rams are, I, I agree that the Rams are a dangerous team and I agree that they're, Tampa's top challenger. But how can I go as far as picking the Rams to win when they have Matthew Stafford, who, all due respect to his resurgence this season, but he's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady is going to be on the other side. And I will take Tom Brady every time. So, then you have the Packers, um... Look, I just don't know if they'll be ever be good enough defensively. Um, and who knows what's going to be going on with this whole Rodgers thing. And um, They're kind of in the middle for me in terms of of those teams. And, and a lot of this is what I said last week. But, you know, they're a team that I think they're third in terms of who I'd be scared of in the playoffs. Um, they can certainly give someone a game, but it's hard for me to predict a win over over the Rams or the, or the Bucks for them. Um Then you have Dallas. I think Dallas is a regular season team. I think they, uh, they man, they look bad against Denver. I mean, that's not a, maybe Dak was rusty. I don't know. That's not a good game. Um, uh, I think Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. I think that will show up in the playoffs. I think Dallas will, uh, will lose in the playoffs. I think Arizona, great story. I love everything about Kyler Murray. He's awesome. You know, all due respect to him. I love watching him play. I root for him, you know, when he's not playing one of my teams. <coughs> when Kyler's not playing one of my teams, I'll root for him. He's fun to watch. Um, he's going to have a great career. I look forward to watching it. I just think he's going to be in his first playoffs, and I think it's likely that um, that it'll be a learning experience for him and that he won't pull it off the first time. So, I, I think they're probably more of a regular season too. I think they'll probably ultimately um, lose out on the division. 
I think the Rams beat him the second time. I think Cardinals lose at least one more game, and then that's that's kind of what happens there. Now, you know, the Rams have some tough games. The Rams have to play Baltimore, for example. Who knows what's going to happen, but um, that's my guess as of right now. Heck, even if the Cardinals win the division and win the first seed or, or whatever, I would still say, like, okay, I still think they probably lose in the division round. Well, you know, it's gonna be it's just going to be hard to pick them. It, it's just going to be difficult, so... You know, as much as I like what they've done, especially losing J.J. Watt, that's just going to be tough to overcome, right? I mean, that, that's going to be really hard um, over over the long term. You know, they did it against the 49ers team that looked really disappointing, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, great story, but I don't know. Then the Saints. Um, ah, the Saints are confounding because... Their defense is amazing. Their offense is not, but Sean Payton gets enough out of it where it doesn't really matter. I mean, you've got a backup quarterback. You've got backup receivers, essentially. None of those receivers are good. You don't really have a tight end threat, I don't think. You have uh, Alvin Kamara as like the one guy you've got on offense. But you've got this defense... And you've got such great offensive coaching to help mask your offensive issues that all of a sudden the Saints are 5-3 and three and they are very much in the mix. And given the state of the NFC, I know the Saints just lost, but you still have to like their chances to, to at least make the playoffs. Now, I think they're a definite sixth seed. I think they're definitely going to lose in the, in the walk-out round. Although, I'll tell you, that's not who Tampa wants to see. Give, given given what's gone on the last couple of years and given how the Saints have frustrated Brady, that's not the matchup that Tampa wants. I know Tampa beat him in the playoffs last year, but Tampa would much prefer um, to get another matchup there. So, that leaves the seven seed race. I like the Seahawks here. Russell Wilson is coming back. He's he's going to play against Green Bay, which possibly still won't have Aaron Rodgers. Might have him for, you know, they might have him, but might not practice. I don't know. I think with Russell Wilson coming back, that it's just the one team out of this group that you really are happy with the quarterback situation. You know, you really feel good about that. Um, you know, they have some easy teams that they play. They have a couple of hard teams. They, you know, they have a lot of, you know, they have some division games. Uh, you know, I'm going to say, you know, Russell Wilson is capable of beating, say, the Cardinals once or something like that. I think he's capable of that. All right, so it's just when you're looking at teams in this mix, whoever wins this is going to be 9 and 8, 8, 9. It's not going to be a, a pretty record, but it's hard to bet against Seattle when, when when you've got that caliber of quarterback and when you're dealing with some of these teams. I mean, how am I supposed to be confident in in the Niners when they can't even beat the Cardinals like second string? 
how could I be confident in that? How could I be confident in Minnesota when they just find new creative ways to lose every week? These close games. I mean, they can't beat Dallas's backup. I mean, come on. How could I be confident in Carolina, which Carolina is interesting because their defense is legit. But the problem is, I mean, I saw it firsthand. Their defense is legit. But their offense is so destructive, and um, Sam Darnold is just not good. That you know, It's really wild. Someone said this on Twitter, and it really got me thinking. If the Panthers had just gone the really safe route and just kept Teddy Bridgewater another year, they would probably be the set, the seventh team because their defense is good enough. And Teddy would have been a safe enough quarterback that they would have probably been in the playoffs. But because they made that move to get Darnold, it really has uh, not looked good for the Panthers. Um, and I don't think they can win without offense. I don't think they. I don't think they can make the playoffs without offense. So then you have the Falcons. The Falcons, weirdly enough, might be that next team right now after after Seattle. I mean, it really gets grim. I mean. The Vikings, I don't know if they might have too hard of a schedule. The uh, the Panthers, I just went over. The Niners, I mean, they can't beat the, the Cardinals. Second string, I went over them too. The Falcons might be that next team. Um, you know, with that impressive win against the Saints. Um, maybe they get Calvin Ridley back eventually. Um, Kyle Pitts is uh. You know, started to do some things. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't think their defense is particularly good, but I saw some stats on, on A.J. Terrell, their corner that they just drafted in the first round a couple years ago. Like, he's become a pretty good player, so it's not like they're as barren on that side of the ball as maybe people thought coming into the year. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, Atlanta could be in this thing. They're, they're certainly, I would probably say, I have to go with Seattle. That's my pick. If it's just too late in the game for them, then I'd have to go with the Vikings or Falcons. Just because the Vikings have the offensive talent to move the ball. So, I would have to say that. But it's tough. I mean... Eagles are in the kind of hanging around record wise, but I don't believe in that team at all. The, really, the, the you know the Giants—that's another one. Just can't get behind them, obviously. So the NFC East outside of Dallas is just a wasteland. Um, other than that, I mean, that's don't believe in Chicago. So that's really you know what you've got, and it's just going to be. That's why Seattle still got such a great chance. Because nobody pulled away. So Seattle can, you know, and especially if Seattle had managed to get that win against Pittsburgh. I mean, we'd be talking about them for sure right now. So just interesting the way things kind of played out. And now I I, I think Seattle's going to have enough to come back, but we'll see. Um don't know what's going to happen. I think that's about it. Um, 
and looking forward to an interesting slate of games next week. Looking to have, we'll see if this becomes a weekly thing. I don't know. Um, looking to have just completely different takes again next week as as we uh, just navigate this uh, very volatile week to week nature of the NFL season. So thank you for listening. Um, appreciate it and have a great night.